At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, rolling along here on a Sunday afternoon. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. We're at the biggest screen in the world behind us here mm-hmm. at Circa. Happy to be with you on a Sunday. Shout out to uh, Elliot Ballman doing a good job, somewhat keeping us in line. As always, Dakota, JB. Mikhail the operative word well. being somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. As always, somewhat. Wes, uh, this is... Uh, as Elliot told me before the show, this is football hour, which is okay with me yeah. because we're eight weeks away from week one in the NFL season. Thank goodness we're getting close. Hey, we're going to have to start thinking about uh, we're going to play in one of the contests as I, ridiculous I, as that I, is. I know. Look, I'm, I'm still not – I remember – I mean, I've been doing this long enough to remember, okay, the NFL week one lines would all be out, but – like even like college football, it's like they wouldn't put that up until like three weeks before or two weeks before the season started. And now <laughs> and now they're up in the summer because, look, I think bookmakers do that very deliberately or uh, not inadvertently, but vertently. They absolutely <laughs> do that for a purpose because they want to see, you know, what the sharp guys are betting and kind of beat their numbers into plays, especially on like game of the year stuff. Because it used to be that it, the old mon- moniker was, the books aren't confident in their numbers either. They're they're just as least less confident as the players are. So the players should have an advantage early on in the season. But you're seeing them put them out earlier and earlier. And then with more people getting in the space, more competition, you know, there's a reason why for that. Plenty, plenty to go around here, Wes. And you look on your screen. If you're watching us at vsin.com, welcome. Welcome. If you're listening to us, we'll just read on through these here for week one movement. At Ben MGM, and and with no surprise whatsoever, Wes, we knew this was going to happen when the schedule was released. Because forget the Mayfield trade, mm-hmm. the uncertainty of who's going to start for Cleveland was going to move this line eventually. Because we all assumed that Deshaun Watson's not going to be there week one; he very easily could not be there for up to ten weeks, maybe even the whole season. When this is all said and done, Browns open four and a half point favorites on the road to Carolina. Now you have the Baker Mayfield trade where Baker Mayfield has the ultimate revenge spot week one. Right. Starting more than likely for Carolina. I know people say, oh, maybe Darnold will start. Baker Mayfield really has to be terrible at this point not to be the starting quarterback week one for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, what and was the seen- price? Like minus 1,200 or something that they put <sighs> out there for Baker Mayfield to be the starter? 14, 1,200? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a big that. number. Yeah, it was a, and that number was right. The number was right. He should be. You should have to lay $12 to win one right. in order to get Baker Mayfield 
uh, as the starter for week one for Carolina. Because they've no been injury. talking about that deal for weeks. Yeah, it didn't mu- yeah, just months. happen. I know we've been talking about it here on Visa, and it's like, okay, this is all about getting the money right. Yeah. How much is Cleveland going to either the money? So you knew Baker Mayfield was going to end up a Carolina Panthers. So this move from four and a half at the open, which, by the way, was a crazy number anyway to begin with, to one and a half. That four and a half, I'm pretty sure, lasted about five minutes. And there aren't very many one and a halves, by the yeah. way, out there. Look, I think obviously some action came in, but I also think this is a preemptive move by some of the books because if you'll notice out there, most of the market, I know BetMGM still has one and a half, but most of the market is at one. There's a couple other rogue numbers, but maybe just not updated here on the screen or it didn't transmit to Don Best. But basically, it's one in the market. So what does that do? That's a teaser protection play obviously, for the Wong teaser, because six-point teaser puts it on seven. You want to go through those numbers of three and seven. I know that those aren't the key numbers like they were a few years ago with, obviously, the missed extra points mm-hmm. and teams going for two. And, you know, teams, I, I think, more want to go for it because of the nature of the league. It's a passing league. Everybody watched that Buffalo-Kansas City game in the divisional playoff where it's like these guys can score so quick. So the old, quote-unquote, trust your defense moniker doesn't exactly ex- exist or at least very much anymore. So you're seeing a lot of the teaser protection go away. So if you're interested in Carolina and a teaser and you want to get it through that number of seven bet mgms are place you want to go right now no definitely and and you bring up you bring up teaser protection boy is it fun to talk teaser I know. protection i know all of a sudden be, be, we, because we, i know <laughs> it sounds ridiculous because look once we get to like actual game week obviously what is decided in terms of the bottom lines every book has a different liability of course some books that are taking really big action where it's like okay our day is just going to come down to a few wagers. You know, when you see these major wagers, okay, 550000 to win 500000 on this side. Those are what's going to decide it. But you got a smaller store because I know Jimmy Vicaro at the South Point always brings up that, you know, teasers matter at a, maybe a smaller house or an independent shop like the South Point that it might not matter as much at BetMGM that's obviously all across the country and has many satellite books and has such a bigger handle we're teasers, you know, it's not going to be teasers that cost them a winning right. or losing day. But still, you know, they don't want books don't want to necessarily put the cookies out there to betters, obviously, looking to get through those uh, Stanford Wall and Key numbers. No, 100%, uh, Wes. And uh, for people that may be new, people that may be tuning in, maybe just listen for us for baseball, just quickly the uh, – Stanford Wong teaser for people that, yeah. that that may be new to this? Yeah, what that is is doing a, a two-leg teaser, tying obviously two teams together where you can move the number a certain amount of points. And obviously, the more number of points that you move it, the more big you're going to play. The traditional teaser is a six-point teaser. You know, where, you know, some places will even deal you minus 20 or minus 30. If you go six and a half, it might be up to minus 40. If you go a full seven or you can do a three teamer at 10. But the most common teaser is a two team teaser of six points. And the Wallen teaser, what that is, is going through what I mentioned. The usual key numbers in the mm-hmm. NFL are three and seven. So I'll give you an example. Let's say the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins in week number one. There are threes out there, but most of the market has two and a half. So you can tease six points upwards if you like New England. And you can tease that all the way up to eight and a half. So you're moving through three, you're moving for seven, you're also moving through four and six, which could be lesser key numbers. But that's a big number, especially if like the total is moving down. So let's say you tease New England to eight and a half. Okay, I got to find a dance partner for it. So what do I do? Maybe you look, and, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to give a decent example here. Uh, well, I'll just throw one out. Indianapolis at Houston. Yeah. Indianapolis right now about a minus seven and a half or they're an eight point favorite. I think they're seven and a half at bet MGM. You tease that down six points. So you're teasing the Colts down to one and a half or two, but that's teasing a favorite down through three and seven. So all of a sudden that gives you some equity and you got to pay a little bit for that. But those wagers, at least long term, wall and teasers, they will vary from season to season. But those wagers usually very profitable. That's what a lot of the sharper teaser players look. You don't want to go you know, and tease some random number. You don't want to tease through zero or you don't want to, you know, okay, I'm going to tease six points from seven to 13. Yeah, that's giving you through 10, but that's not as good as obviously going around the three and the seven and the single digits, especially, and I especially like teasing the dogs up when the total gets bet down. Minnesota's a two and a half point dog. That is something I am definitely going to use. Dallas is a two and a half point dog hosting Tampa. That's Mm -hmm. another 
classic candidate as well, mm. getting them from two and a half. A lot of home, a lot of home dogs. Yeah, here this in week is one. Wes, Tons. Wes, this is a miserable experience for Survivor contests in mm-hmm. week one this year. Miserable the way yeah. that it broke down. Well, well, one thing I would tell the folks that are doing Survivor, uh, unless you've got a real big conviction on it. Maybe don't use the Bills and the Rams. Now, if you get eliminated, you want to double up, you can still sign up for another entry in the Circus Survivor. But, boy, that's a tough game to use in week one. No, it's a very hard week one scenario uh, this year for the uh, Bills and the Rams. Basically, you're you're basically getting the best team in the AFC and the second best team in the NFC. Yes. In a game that where where you have not not a big home field advantage at all for the right. Rams, it's right? And you're seeing even some places uh, the Buffalo Bills now have emerged as a one point favorite. I still think BetMGM is the minus one minus one hundred five if that's, that's the latest that's number. Correct. But yep. look, the fact and everybody knows about that angle that you get in Week One. Everybody knows, okay, ring and banner night for the world champions, feeling themselves. Everybody's excited. The Buffalo Bills played one of the great games in recent NFL history and lost to Kansas City. So those guys, they're in the locker room, they're chomping at the bit. But obviously, when the number opened, I think there was some two and a halves out there. Uh, when that number opened, the Bills took the money, and I think rightfully so. Yeah, I'm not touching that game at all, Wes. Uh, other games that have moved week one. Two games that I would almost guarantee will be potentially on our our card week one, Wes. The Falcons are now five and a half point favorites at home against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And the Jets, or, or excuse me, five and a half point underdogs, I should say. Saints, five and a half point road favorites at Atlanta. That's up from four when that opened. And the Jets are five and a half point dogs at home against Baltimore. That's up from four and four and a half. Uh, two movers as well. Wes, I think both of these games are going to close at least six. Yeah, I would anticipate that. And then I think you will get some buyback. So keep in mind, some of these moves don't necessarily, you know, trample over each other to necessarily follow the money because there will be buyback as you get closer to game day and as you get bigger limits and books take more, you know, not only on the app, but obviously at the counter or on account. So don't necessarily think every move right now is a true move. I can obviously see why Atlanta's getting faded. They're supposed to be one of the worst teams the worst in the league. In the league potentially. And and look, I'm I'm very bullish on New Orleans. Now, do I necessarily want to lay them in week one? So one thing I often advise too, just because you might like a team for a season or you might like a team season win total, don't rush to bet them immediately in week one. Like because I feel like you're paying an extra tax sometimes with that. And uh, you know, don't bet your season win totals every single game because some of these teams, you're going to be right in your preseason handicapping opinion. Some of these teams, you're going to get wrong. And then some of them are kind of like holds, like a, a team like the Miami Dolphins. I have no idea what they're going to be. I mean, so I'm not a seller, nor am I a buyer. I was talking about this with Femi yesterday. I'm betting across America. I have no idea what to do with this team. So it's good to wait if you're unsure on some teams, you know, and decide how you want to attack uh, either on them or against them accordingly. This to me, week one wise, is one of the harder week ones that I can remember going in. And again, we're eight weeks we, away. Things can change. We feel, we feel like a three and two is a good week yeah, to this, start the season. Exactly. This feels like a contest week. If you're if you're in the millions behind us or if you're in a super contest across town or whatever contest you may mm-hmm. be in uh, across the country, you, you go three and two, you've done very well with this yeah. week one card. Just seeing how difficult it may be. We're looking at the offenses next. Who's going to be the best in the league for point scoring? Who's not going to be? Look at both sides of the coin next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. It's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download BetMGM today and stop by any casino that is an MGM property on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials, and much more. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 and or older and physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. You're on the south side of Las Vegas Boulevard. You're going to have a very easy time finding an MGM property. Yes. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> basically, uh, go to trop anywhere from Tropicana to about Flamingo on that side of the strip. You're looking at BetMGM. Yeah, you could go uh, go all the way down, all the way down to Russell as yes. well. Be all right down there with uh, the Mandalay Bay, Ma- Mandalay course, yes. Bay, and uh, and uh, and the Luxor. Mm-hmm. That always seemingly gets uh, mm-hmm. gets forgotten by some. But happy to be with you here on a Sunday. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Jeff Parles. Uh, w- before we get back to the NFL, real quick, Wes, the 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 there really are some weird results going on in baseball as we discussed that could happen on a day like this, Wes. Yeah, uh, by the way, 10 to nothing here now in the top of the seventh. A sixth spot already for the White Sox in this inning. Uh, Yohan Mangata, two-run shot. Vaughn with a solo shot. And then Josh Harrison with a three-run shot. So, talked about the White Sox, you know, kind of getting healthy, getting those bats going. If they can get that pitching a little bit better. By the way, the no-hitter, no good. Dylan Cease has given up one hit, but a magnificent performance here. Eight strikeouts. Only 81 pitches uh, already through six innings, so he should be coming out for the seventh. Uh, may not need to come to have him come out for the seventh, though. He may be done after 81 pitches. Give him a little bit of a break. Ten to nothing. White Sox over the Twins. They they needed a big series, Jeff. Tony Larusa and his guys, and they certainly got it going to the break. They're going to be 500 heading into the second half. We've been waiting. We've mm-hmm. been waiting the whole year mm-hmm. for the White Sox to get themselves right and. They have the easiest schedule in the American League by a pretty significant yes. margin in the second half. And and also it helps in your division that you're going to have essentially two sellers. You have two you terrible teams. Kansas City is going to be a seller. you got to think the Tigers are going to be a seller. Uh, now we'll see if the Guardians are going to stay in the race or, or whatnot. But nevertheless, this is what the White Sox needed to do. This was a... Uh, a message series or like, you know, what Alan Boston sometimes calls in college basketball, the show them who's boss game. When you get the plucky team in the conference, it's all of a sudden leading the conference and the team that's been the big dog gets against him and the big dog ends up winning. So uh, that's what we're seeing with the Southsiders. No, definitely. And uh, we'll, we'll see that moving forward as well. Uh, the, the Phillies are on the cusp of sweeping a series in Miami for the first time in 12 years, Wes Reynolds. Two on, though, uh, with only one out. Oh, Aaron Nola. You get, you get interesting. Yeah, Aaron Nola, by the way, they brought him out for the ninth. 108 pitches. I'm waiting. I don't think we have that on our monitor, but I'm waiting to see if they go ahead and let Aaron Nola finish it out. Wendell with the single, uh, Anderson with the single, so now Cooper up to bat. It is 4 nothing. two on in the bottom Alvar- of the Alvarado has just been put into the game. Okay, so, so they're not going to let Nola's Aaron Nola done. finish this out. By the way, eight and a third for Nola today, 10 strikeouts. Yeah, so Alvarado will try to close that for a baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, just a regular dozen, almost a baker's dozen 
uh, for the uh, Phillies there in Miami. Uh, it'll be the first time in 12 years they will have swept the series in Miami. I, I really do think the Marlins should sell at the trade deadline. The, the veteran pieces. They well, have. obviously, not, they don't want to sell that young yet. staff. No, of course not. Of course not. But there are some pieces on that team. Trade Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Get something back for him. I know uh, you, you could probably even trade. A, or Solaire. Trade Solaire. If you really wanted to, you could trade a Miguel Rojas. There are some pieces on yeah. that team that. This is you, not a team that's a good hitting team no. anyway, but you know there are always going to be teams looking for a backup outfielder, or another extra DH. So Rojas somebody plays like, every position. Yeah, basically. Rojas. Somebody like Soler yeah. could fit into that as well. Yeah, there, there are there are guys they could move, and they also have bullpen pieces they could move. They could move a guy like Floro, guy like Bass, mm-hmm. if they really wanted to. Even Okert, even out of that bullpen uh, for the Miami Marlins. Uh, let's go back to the NFL though, Wes. Highest scoring teams, lowest scoring teams here in the National Football League last year. Wes, the Dallas Cowboys scored the most points of anyone in the 17-game season. A nice 530 led the way last year. Tampa at 511. Buffalo, Kansas City, and then the Chargers. That Chargers missing the playoffs is still ridiculous. 474, but that defense, as we know, stunk a year ago. And then the, the dregs of the league offensively, Urban Meyer's all-time bad season as a head coach led to three 253 points, least in the NFL for Jacksonville. Then the Giants at 258, the Texans at 280, the Carolina Panthers at 304, and then the Jets rounded out the bottom five at 310. And they had to do some score in the last six weeks of the season in order to get out of the cellar as well. But as we look at the most points, we'll go there first. Wes, I don't think it's much of a shot, shock that the Buffalo Bills are your favorite. At six to one. Yeah. The Chiefs and Chargers and Bucks all at eight to one. Cincinnati at twelve to one, along with the Cowboys, the Rams, fourteen to one collection, the Broncos, the Packers, and look at the Philadelphia Eagles flying into the top ten here in the odds. Well, and the Eagles are one of those teams that uh, actually all of the NFC is basically any strength of schedule metric you've looked at. I'm going to look at Warren Sharp here just for example. Philadelphia Eagles, second easiest schedule in the league uh, this year. So, you know, with all the weapons that they've added, now can Jalen Hurts kind of be the guy that steps up? You've added A.J. Brown. You've got a ton of receivers there, a ton of young guys. Devontae Smith, of course, who was a first-round pick out of Alabama. So you got a lot of guys there in Philadelphia. So looking down the board, if I wasn't going to go with the obvious, because the Bills and the Chiefs should be the two top ones on the odd board. We all watch that game, you know, that I think is going to end up being a game several years down the road like, kind of change football, the way it was played, you know, and the way now teams are going to draft to that position where it's like, okay, you got to find that quarterback and you got to have that fast-paced offense that can score rapidly. So that's what you've seen with the Bills and the Chiefs, and that's why they're the top two Chargers and the Bucks right behind. But looking a little bit down the board, just mm-hmm. on that graphic there for the top 10, I could see Philadelphia. But, but I mean, obviously you're banking on Jalen Hurts, uh, Broncos, I know they got Russell Wilson, but I still think that they're going to be a little bit of a run-first team, or they're certainly going to be a little bit more balanced than just a pass-happy team. So Broncos at 14-1, to uh, not necessarily uh, no thank you for me. And then the Cowboys, they've taken a little bit of a hit in their receiver core. Cedric Wilson now gone, Amari Cooper now gone. They didn't really do a lot of replacing there. So I know that they were number one last year, but that would be a no thank you for me at 12-1. to Broncos are too short. That's my biggest take. Broncos and, and Eagles are too short mm-hmm. here. Wouldn't bet either of those teams. If you're going with the shorter shots here, it has to be Buffalo. I, yeah. I, I don't like taking the short shot here. Yeah. But you're innocent. I really do think that Buffalo is going to be, there are going to be a lot of possessions in Buffalo mm-hmm. because Buffalo is going to go fast. The way that their defense is, they are good regular season defense. That will get you off the field quickly. I think there's just going to be a lot more offensive yeah. possessions for bu- for Buffalo in those games. So again, I I wouldn't bet it at six to one. I'd like some more than that. Right. But Buffalo, I do think, is going to be the team that leads the uh, the league. Well, I points. think you can also make a case for the Chargers as well because make a case they're for Tampa they're too. obviously going to have a lot of fourth downs that they are going to go for. And look, Justin Herbert, third year, 
now very much developing. I think that that is going to be a very explosive offense. And I think, uh, look, Brandon Staley is not going to change. Brandon Staley is going to be who he is and stay true, stay true to his board, so to speak. He's going to do what his game plan is and do what numbers tell him to do and do what his gut and his instinct tells him to do. So there's going to be a lot of times you know, fourth and kind of short or fourth and intermediate, a lot of fourth and two, fourth and three. It's like, this dude's not kicking. He's absolutely going for it to, uh, to get touchdowns. So yeah, I think all those teams make sense. I would like to see a little more of those 10. I thought that the value was the Eagles, but I think it needs to be a little bit better because of course we don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to take that next step. By the way, uh, Wes, one, one, one quick golf note here before we... Uh, I just saw we, it, and we, I we know where this. you are going. So, Jamie, we're reporting of Sky Sports that Henrik Stenson going to be joining Live Golf uh, imminently, yeah. but here's the kicker. The kicker is more important to me than, than Henrik, Stenson, Henrik Stenson, who was well past his prime, mm-hmm. joining the Live Tour. He's supposed to be a Ryder Cup captain soon. Exactly. He's going to get stripped and, of that. And if you know anything about following uh, the, the European team and how much organized and how much better, really, they've been than the U.S. team, this is all of these European players' dreams to captain the Ryder Cup. Like, there's some American players that don't give a damn if they captain Team USA or not. This is their dream. You know, you hear about Seve and the legend of Seve and how important the Ryder Cup was. So... Henrik Stenson getting tripped, I believe the associate captain, uh, the guy I've heard rumored in line might be one Luke Donald. It's a name I haven't heard in a long time. He's still playing out there. He's still ball striking decently, but obviously nowhere near when he was the number one player in the world many years ago. A long time ago. But yeah, that's that's, uh, for next year's Ryder Cup, which is in Rome. Yes. That would, that would be a fun one. To Marco Simone Golf Club. Yeah, that would be a fun one to go to. Yeah, how, how about send us there on remote, guys? <laughs> Only if, Wes. That would be one heck of a time. We continue on with the NFL discussion next. We'll look at the least scoring teams in the league. And also, we'll go to the defensive side of the ball as well. That's next. Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is live. For just $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer now through the end of July. So sign up today. You'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is just $19 to be a subscriber now through the 31st of July. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash summer. That's how you take advantage of this deal. You should take advantage of it right now. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take advantage of it, that's all we got to say here. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Alvarado, here. by the way, did close out that game for the Philadelphia Phillies. 4 nothing. 4 nothing Phillies. So there you go. 12 years down the drain for the Miami Marlins. Yes. It was oh. fun. It was a hell of a run, though, for the Miami Marlins. <laughs> Again, Marlins should sell. You should sell. You sell at the trade deadline. Not good enough yet. They're like the... Uh, the, the uh, the years between now and 2016. Kind of like almost Mets. anybody but Alcantara, Lopez, or Sixto Sanchez who's still doing his rehab, untouchable. Well, well Meyer, too, who we yeah, saw him make his debut yes, yesterday yes. for the Miami Those Marlins. four guys you can't have. Those four guys, and we'll throw in Jazz as well. Those five, off the board. Everyone else, go ahead for the Miami Marlins. Uh, quick baseball updates. Uh, look at this. I have to applaud. The Washington Nationals have won a baseball game. Into the all-star break with a 7-3 win. Juan Soto, by the way, also did go yard here. So uh, Washington Nationals, uh, what were they, like 1-9 over their last 10? Or or they'd lost nine in a row, something ridiculous. But we now are final in Nationals Park. And they're a nice hearty 31-63 now. Very competitive. They got they got their championship though, so I know yeah. you as a Mets fan, you're not exactly uh, bleeding for those fellas. No, you know you know what? I, again, they're they have their ring. Mm-hmm. And I know Tim Murray has said this plenty of times on Twitter and in person. Mm-hmm. Get your ring. It's okay. Right. <laughs> right. 2019 was, was almost worth I mean, I know for Cubs fans, uh, 2016, worth what has happened afterwards. Yes. So 
plenty of but but if this continues there's going to be some complaints there on the north side coming you know it's it's going to be again we talked about a little bit earlier it's going to be very interesting to see what this trade deadline comes with because because of the sixth spot now in the playoffs you're gonna have less teams that are traditional sellers but the nationals who we just mentioned we know are going to sell the cubs are going to sell the reds the reds are going to sell the pirates even though again a lot of their players are young they'll sell some of the veteran pieces the American League side, Kansas City, even though, again, after what we just saw with the absurdity mm-hmm. of 10 guys being not allowed into Canada because of their vaccination status, why would any winning team want to trade for Whit Merrifield after what he said? Right, right. Why would any, no, I get it. any winning I get team want to do that? I get it. And and Tigers, obviously, you got to add them to the list as well, I yeah. think, of sellers. Yeah, Detroit. Oakland, of course, as well. Even though what's off the cell, yeah. In Oakland but but point. but it looks like they are going to be remaining in Oakland at least. Yeah, at least for at least for the time being. Of course, Frankie Montas, the one guy that you can consider. Going back to the NFL uh, after that little Fourier into Major League Baseball, least points scored. Very simple here on this one, Wes. The Bears and the Texans are co-favorites at plus five fifty. The Falcons plus six fifty. Carolina nine to one along with Seattle. The Jets and the Steelers. We haven't learned a lesson on the Steelers yet, have we, Wes? 12 to 1 here. The Lions Giants are both at 14 and then Cleveland sneaks in at 18 to 1. I can't bet Cleveland cuz if Deshaun Watson is around at all this year, they'll score anyway. They'll still score anyway cuz of the way that their running game is. Wes, I know they're short. I know they're very short. But how do you not look at Atlanta and say, "Well, if they start off poorly and they bench Marcus Mariota for Desmond Ritter, right. how is this not an all-time bad and, offense? And, and you know, outside of obviously the last two draft picks, that being Kyle Pitts, their first-rounder at tight end, Drake London out of USC. Look, you look at Atlanta's roster of skill position. Yeah, guys. it's rough. They, they, they don't have much. Two guys. Their best running back is a receiver, Cordero Patterson. Yeah, and, and look, I love Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts is going to be an excellent player in this league, and he may already be an excellent player in this league. But looking at the way this could go, especially if they start, let's say they start 0-2. Oh, wow, they have a late bye, too. It's week 14. Let's say they start 0-7, oh, mm-hmm. which could very easily happen because if they don't either win the, one of those games against Seattle on the road or beat Cleveland in week 4, 0-7 oh, is in play. Then you get weak, with a weaker Carolina team week 8 at home. That might be the time you hop in with Desmond right. Ritter and once from there, oh boy. Well, because you're going to want to see, I think, what you have in Desmond Ritter. I don't keep think in, you have anything good. Because keep in mind, when you look, I, I don't either. I'm with you on that assessment. Uh, but you at least want to give it a chance. Because look, the quarterback draft next year, obviously substantially deeper at the top. And I really think throughout the first round, like we were, we were having a scramble to find guys that were first round. And I don't even know if some of these guys might not have even had a first round grade. There's always going to be a couple like there were this year, but next year when you're looking at Stroud and you're looking at Bryce Young and maybe a Slovis or a Tyler Van Dyke at Miami, several others. There are a lot of guys. It just, just, it's just a scenario too. And then also this is the one thing with taking quarterback late too. If he's bad in his first year, he doesn't get another chance. Right. Uh, like that's kind of like for for Malik Willis in Tennessee it, as well. It's easy to get away from, yes. Yeah, and and also too, like that's why the Steelers taking Kenny Pickett. If Kenny Pickett plays this year, which you have to assume you're going to see Kenny Pickett at some point this year. Mm-hmm. If he stinks, they're going to give him no. as many opportunities as humanly possible, as we know. Being now, you pick. went you went to the Falcons. I would obviously look a little bit at the Texans. I sure. know that that's a chalky no choice at eleven that. to two, and and it's not because I don't think Davis Mills maybe has something. You know, he showed some moxie in a couple of those games last season. They just don't have a lot around him, really, in Houston. This is a total rebuild. They are very devoid of talent. I think on the offensive side of the football, and I don't know if it's going to get any better anytime soon. So the Texans would be one that I would look at. Uh, I know the Bears; they're also the favorite there because, of course, Field's going to start his really his first full season. The offensive line we know has not really gotten much better on the midway, and they have the worst receiving core that I can remember going into a season. I mean, again. you pick a guy with a high draft pick. You traded multiple ones to get the guy. And you can't go get him real pass catchers? Right. Like, what are we doing in Chicago? Because, like, Mooney's okay. He's and he was a 1,000-yard yard receiver. But it's like, 
What what I always say about like the NBA, it's like somebody's always got to score on a bad team. Yeah, somebody's got to catch passes. So right, exactly. You know, do I think Moody is a legit number one? Absolutely no. not. He's a decent receiver, but he's not a guy that can be your number one. He's he's a three. He's a number three mm-hmm. receiver. Can't can't go in with that, guys. And again, I don't want to bet a plus five fifty. I don't even really like betting a plus six. Yeah, I don't either because this these are some of these like crazy little props that you might want to take a shot somewhat down the board. Obviously you want to be reasonable. Uh, Like your jets, I think are going to be improved this year. I don't know if it's going to translate in the win loss column though, necessarily, but you know, I got to think that the offense is at least going to be better. They, they certainly, I think are going to be able to run the ball. No, I, I, we're going to learn very quickly about the jets because that schedule is brutal out of the shoot. And if they win a few games where they're going to be underdogs, probably the first, Six, seven weeks of the season, mm-hmm. then you there they won't be in that category. There are anymore. two quote unquote bad teams that have really tough schedules. Uh, if you look at kind of like the top ten strength of schedule, yeah. and that's the Jets and the Texans. All yeah. the other teams, Chiefs, Rams, you figured okay, they're going to have hard schedules. Raiders, Steelers, all teams with chances to make the playoffs. But you look at like the Jets and the Texans, Falcons. I think down there in the in the top ten in terms of. Uh, hardest strength of schedule as well. So those are the obvious choices. Yeah, no, I, and the, the only other one I would consider would be Seattle at nine to one, just because of the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. And, and and Pete Carroll doesn't trust his quarterback now, right. which we know they could be running the ball 40 and, times and, a game. And, and, and if Jimmy Garoppolo is not in San Francisco and they Ooh. elect to make a trade, they're not making a trade to Seattle. Seattle's going to have to wait and say, hopefully they cut him. But Jimmy Garoppolo to Cleveland, I think it could be a possibility because they have the cap space to make that deal happen, you know, for a one-year rental. I know Jimmy G's also got a history of Nick Casario and Houston, but I don't know if Houston necessarily makes that move. I thought you were about to do something fun and say if Trey Lance is the starter week one, the Niners might not be a bad play in this market. I thought you were going to do something. Yeah, fun I like know. That. I I I, I, I <laughs> zigged when I should have zagged, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's a that's a good case. I mean. I still think that there's a good enough offensive brain trust out there, even though Mike McDaniel is now in Miami. We know Kyle Shanahan calls the plays. They brought in Brian Greasy, though, out of the Monday Night Football booth to be the quarterback coach, so uh, that is his project project now. I, I think the Niners will be just fine yes. after a few weeks. It may look yes. very rough early, but by week mm-hmm. six, they'll be fine uh, in that regard. Good offensive line, so yeah, you know they'll just, be able to run the ball. A, a, a cavalcade of running backs. Even if good. Debo is running the ball less, which we know he wants to do. Yeah, I would imagine that he probably will be running the ball less when this is all said and done. We're going to be going to the college ranks next because we saw Cincinnati make the playoff last year as a non-Power 5. Is there anyone capable of doing it again here in 2022? We look at the non-Power 5s and Notre Dame Coming up next, here on Betting Across America, here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit Ben and Jim for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Betting across America here on a Sunday. I'm Jeff Parles. Wes Reynolds are alongside. Happy to be with you. We have a debut of a, a new program coming up after us at, uh, at 6 o'clock Eastern. Our guy JVT moves from basketball to football. Mm-hmm. A new, a new summer program now. Yeah. Uh, football betting guide, of course, Hardwood Handicappers. Their season is now over, so uh, looking forward to that. Now, it'll be, be a lot of fun. And again, we are eight Sundays away from the NFL. We are six weeks away from week zero. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy that we're that tight. And there's look, there's no complaint for me that we are that tight in on the football seasons. Let's uh, move over to college football here, Wes. We saw Cincinnati bust through the glass ceiling finally. Non-Power 5 team in the playoff. They did it. Mm-hmm. Didn't end well, but they did it. It's all that matters in the end for, for Cincinnati. And, and we looked through this, and, and for the sake of this, even though they played mostly an ACC schedule now anyway, we're going to throw Notre Dame into this because they know have no conference affiliation here still. Clock is ticking on that, I would say. Of these teams, Wes, let, let's just start here. You have Notre Dame. You have Cincinnati, you have Houston, who a lot of people seem to be very high on this year, with Dana Holgerson finally in the, the, all right, I have total control of my program, and this is mine now. Central Florida, of course, BYU, another independent, Boise State, Fresno State, the two higher win totals in the Mountain West this year. We give any of these teams a chance this year to bust through the glass ceiling again? Uh, I do not, uh, because I think we're going to get back a little bit to normalcy in college football. I think one of the reasons why you saw a couple, I hate to call Michigan a dark horse because they're Michigan. They were, though. But you had a lot. I I think the talent was a lot more evenly distributed just simply because of the COVID year. Because you had a lot of guys coming back using the extra scholarship year. So a team like Cincinnati that, by the way, lost a lot to the draft. I think only Georgia and LSU had more players drafted in this draft than uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati was third on that list. Of course, uh, we mentioned one, Desmond Ritter gone. Uh, their leading rusher, Jerome Ford. Alec Pierce, second round pick, was a receiver to Indianapolis. And then, of course, Sauce Gardner goes in the first round, fourth overall pick to the Jets. So, you know. Cincinnati, I still think, is going to be a good team just based on the league that they're playing in. It's going to be interesting to see who wins that quarterback job, though, Mm because Ben Bryant, who was the backup quarterback in 2019 and 2020, left the program, went to Eastern Michigan, started 11 games uh, up there in Ypsilanti for the Eagles, and uh, you know threw for over 3,000 yards, 14 TDs. Now he's back at Cincinnati competing with Evan Prater, who is the former Mr. Ohio quarterback, so we'll see who wins that job there. Cincinnati, I still think, will have a very good defense, and they should be the favorite, but they're a small favorite. I think they're plus money right now mm-hmm. to win the American Athletic Conference. That's one of the ones I'm writing up for the Visa and College Football Betting Guide. But Houston is the team, like when I looked at their win total, Houston, I just, their schedule, once again, very manageable. Because if you looked at them last year, remember they lost the opener to Texas Tech. 
a very poor second half for Dana Holgerson and his guys. And then they, what they do, they won 11 in a row before they bowed out to Cincinnati and then knocked off Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl. Houston does have the best quarterback in the American, that being Clayton Toon, 35-46 and 30 touchdowns. Uh, Nathaniel Tank Dell had 1,300 yards receiving and 12 touchdowns last year. So Houston's going to be fine offensively. And they also hit the transfer portal, got a kid, uh, Jackson from Oklahoma, Samuel Brown from West Virginia, Joseph Manjack from USC, Bryce Johnson from Ole Miss. So Holgerson went hunting in the transfer portal, and I think that offense is going to be very good. Now they got to replace Alton McCaskill, who was their returning running back with Torres ACL in spring practice. So they got to figure out how to run the ball better. Houston, for some reason, has been very good on the defensive line. They had 45 sacks as a unit last year. Another one, remember, it was Ed Oliver, and then it was Peyton Turner. Now it's Logan Hall who goes into the NFL. So Houston does a very good job on that defensive line. I think it's really the schedule that's very attractive. Now, they have two road games to start. They go to UTSA, who, oh, by the way, is going to be one of their replacements. Because remember, Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati are leaving the American Athletic Conference this Mm -hmm. year, and they're going to be starting Big 12 play next year. So several teams coming in, including UTSA. I'm sure UTSA will love to knock off Houston in game one. Maybe that's a sneaky underdog, and then Houston goes to Texas Tech. But you look at Houston in that American schedule – no Cincinnati, and no UCF. And those are the other two of the top three teams. Those are the top three teams, whatever order you want to put them, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston. So they're probably going to be favored in every game, including the road games at Memphis and SMU. So I do like the over nine. I like the over last year uh, with Houston, and I like it again this year, even though I don't think that they're a team that's really going to sniff the playoff. We're going to learn right away, aren't we? Yes. Because you have two, again, that's a, UTSA is not as good as they were last year. But Jeff Trailer is a hell of a coach. Yes, he and, is. and he's a that's a culture program. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, UTSA being in Conference USA, there's kind of like a chip on their shoulder when you get to play a Texas team, Houston in, in the bigger conference. And, you know, they'd love to knock them off. But I, I don't believe any of these teams are going to necessarily sniff the playoff. I just think this is the year where we kind of get a little bit back to normalcy and it's a little bit maybe boring if you like chalky teams, but I just don't see anybody getting in that. I mean, you got to look at who's the top four going to be. Alabama, you think is going to be there. Ohio State's going to be two there. Of them are, two of them yeah. are locked. Georgia could get there again. Maybe, I know a lot of people hype in USC, maybe Utah out of the Pac-12 and then Oklahoma, new coach with Brent Venables, but you know, still Oklahoma and they're going to be around you would think in that big 12 i don't know if the big 10 would get a second team but just kind of hard to find a spot for these uh aac or mountain west teams again you had clemson be significantly down last Mm -hmm. year the acc was eliminated pretty quickly uh last season you you don't expect that to happen two years in a row in all likelihood the pac 12 if usc turns into oklahoma west they very easily could get in and two if utah's 12 and one it might be the time that the Utes finally sneak yeah. in the back. Door. I actually think the Utes, by the way, and I've been saying it, they should be the favorite in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. I don't think USC should be the favorite. If we look at the we look at the American as a whole, I, I think you and I are simpatico on Houston to win the American because Houston could very easily lose their first two games of the season, lose at the Roadrunners, lose at the Red Raiders, and then run the run the table. Win yeah, the last you game. saw it because they get Kansas and Rice and they'll Tulane be, at home. Memphis is still trying to get back to where they were. I think Seth Hennigan's a nice quarterback. Uh, had some nice numbers as a true freshman, but Memphis still struggling to kind of get back to where they were. The defense was bad. They brought in uh, one of the assistants from Ohio State. Uh, trying to remember his last name, but he took over the play calling when they stripped it from Kerry Coombs there in Columbus. Then you go to Navy. Navy's always going to fight you. Navy is competitive as hell in these games, but they haven't had that dynamic quarterback like since Malcolm Perry and Keenan Reynolds and those guys. And that's what you need if you're going to run that triple option. And plus, Navy is one of those programs that gets killed with the transfer portal because they don't accept transfers, obviously, and, and they don't accept grad, grad transfers, you know, really. So, And then people leave the academy to go somewhere else, so that's a tough nut to crack. Uh, South Florida, there's still a rebuild there uh, from the old uh, Clemson coordinator, Jeff Scott. At SMU, Rhett Lashley comes in from mm-hmm. Miami. He was the former OC for Sonny Dykes at SMU a couple years ago. He comes in from Miami. That offense will be deadly, but I don't know if they're going to be able to stop anybody. And then Temple, East Carolina, even though East Carolina's improved every year under Mike Houston and Tulsa, 
that's a very manageable conference schedule and not having to play Cincinnati nor UCF. I, you and I, you and I agree. And again, it just the way, the way your regular season schedule draws, you get, you, you run the table in conference like Houston could, mm-hmm. even if they lose, even if they get to the, the, uh, the AAC title game, I should say, you're not getting plus 240 in that AAC title. Right. It's just not happening. Right. So that's why take them before the season. You might act, you're going to end up with a better number than what it would be in that American title So before we go to break here, one of the questions here on our rundown is like, okay, who's the best non-Power 5 team in the country? Could you make an argument maybe for BYU? They returned 18 of 22 starters. Uh, You know, only got to replace uh, all guy are really their their biggest guy that they got to replace their running back. But Keep in mind, this team went 5-0 and against the Pac-12 last year and, you know, beat a Rose Bowl participant in their rival Utah in the old uh, Holy War. I'm not sure what it's called. I still call it the Holy War. But BYU 21-4 and the last uh, four seasons. They're going to the Big 12 next year. I think maybe you can make an argument that they're the best non-Power 5. I think it's either them or Notre Dame. I yeah. know it's kind of a cop Even though answer. I still kind of, do you still consider Notre Dame ACC a little bit? I don't or? know, but I, for, for teams that aren't technically affiliated, yeah, I think that's the answer, even though it's a cop out. By the way, the Portland Trailblazers are your NBA Summer League champions. Break out those fancy They're getting rings. the Summer League rings. How about Break that? Break them out. Look at that. Portland handles the Knicks pretty easily, so the Blazers, your Summer League champions. We're going back to baseball next here on Betting Across America. This summer, the VEASAN experts have betting coverage and insights you need to cash in on every sport. And right now, for a limited time, you can get access to everything we have to offer for only $19. Our experts are looking at football futures, along with daily coverage of baseball, 10 coverage of baseball, 10 coverage of baseball, 10 coverage of baseball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.